everything happens for a reason yes everything happens for a reason Welcome to Happy Thoughts, a storytime podcast with great music. I'm your host, Joey Brovant, and today, for the very first episode, I'm joined with my great friend, Garrett Stafford, a senior here at Piedmont. How you doing, Garrett? I'm doing great, Joey. I'm so glad to be on this podcast. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a splendid time. We've got some good music here. We're going to start you off the first song. This is Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. I'm going to have myself a real good time.
All right, that was some Queen there. All right, so let's get into what we like to call on this podcast story time. Grab your popcorn, grab your favorite snack and your favorite seat, and settle in because Garrett Stafford's going to share with us one of his coolest memories here at Piedmont. Yeah, I guess you could call it one of my coolest. It definitely has its ups and downs. When you told me that I would need to share a story on this podcast, I really was thinking hard, like, what's something that, like, has it? Like I said, has it ups and downs because those are the best stories, your wins, your losses. And this story takes us back to our sophomore year, 2019, spring semester. And back then, me and Joey were very into making YouTube videos. (laughs) One of our famous pastimes. (laughs) One of our famous pastimes. I'm kind of sad we don't do it as much anymore, but school definitely got in the way. And we were making our third or fourth video and this video ended up becoming my favorite video I ever made but I think mine too it was one of our most I think it was our most popular but yeah it was it was our most popular and it was just a absolute trip to make the video is called croc hunter joey and it's a video we planned for a long time it was just supposed to be like about this croc hunter it has a title (laughs) suggest and it was just gonna be a video about this dude's life and so we recruited so many people for this video. I think, I think it was we, our most ever so far. Like I think it was like five. Yeah, we probably had like, including us too, like four or five other people. Yeah, originally. <laughs> yeah, in this video. And it was a great time just like seeing like all this people come to help us out and make something. So what happened was well, we wanted to film at the Demarest Lake, which if you know anything about Piedmont, there's a big bridge across the Swanson Center. And across this bridge is basically a swamp. And we wanted to film there because we're it's a croc hunter. Yeah. I mean and it was a this used to be a full lake and that they drained. You know? Exactly. Like, so that's what makes it so gross too. Like this is something this is like the underbelly of something that used to look so good. We were filming at this lake because that's where crocs live. And obviously we didn't have a crocodile. So we got this <laughs> freshman at the time, John Henson. He doesn't go here anymore. And we bought like a onesie costume slash i think just a sleep something like yeah. kids or yeah. adults sleep in that was my I, I had gotten it from walmart it was de- i think it was either women's size or definitely kid size and i had like cut the sleeves off of it in the let in the bottom half of the legs so it would be more so i could like wear it because it didn't fit yeah and this is <laughs> this is like our second film site of the i can't i still can't believe we convinced him to wear that exactly no he did not want to <laughs> he's wear not it. one of those guys too that's but yeah. so funny about it he's totally not one of those guys to wear that Ooh, i was surprised yeah he did it for the shout out anyway. <laughs> he is one of those guys yeah <laughs> he is one of those guys so we're at the second filming site we filmed a little bit before that but nothing much but this scene of being at the swamp is like pivotal we can't make this video at yeah. this scene it was a trip First off, so we have all these people out the swamp, and only three of us ended up getting in the swamp. It was uh, me, you, and John. Yeah. And then we had our good friend Nat. She was kind of off on the like dry-ish land. It was pretty muddy. Yeah, like, filming. Yeah. That that's why I thought was so crazy to me that we ended up even getting any of it all because like I just remember how hard it was just to get people to go near the water. Yeah. Like we wanted so much more because the water looks gross. It at was. Times. Gr- it was gross. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're filming this. Uh, It was a trip to film in there. So what we didn't know, but we didn't realize this until we got into the water. First off, it was pretty cold. Second, there were leeches in the water. 
Oh, yeah. Way worse than Leisha 2. And I kind of knew there was definitely going to be something in there that we wouldn't want to be swimming around with. Yes. But I tried to keep that out of everybody's mind. Yeah, we couldn't tell anybody that until they got in the water. (laughs) Especially John. Oh, my God. John was actually, like, complaining. He was like, dude, I ain't getting in the water. Like, I know there's something in there. And I'm like, no, no. This used to be a lake. This is so nice. It's so clean. I have a very vivid memory in my head that I'll probably keep with me the rest of my life of you (laughs) grabbing a leech out of the water and chucking it. Just chucking it across oh, the yeah, yeah. the thing, and so we we were dealing with some leeches, and like we really had to get in this water, yeah. and there's an emotional moment in the water. Too. There's a huge emotional moment. I mean, in I the was de- I was physically dead in the yeah. Water. So Perfect. if you haven't seen Croc Hunter Joey, Joey gets killed by this crocodile slash John Henson, <laughs> and yeah. I run in to save Joey and shoo the crocodile away. That's basically how the scene goes. Yeah, and so we're in this water. This leech infested water which you know now thinking back nowadays there's like this giant snapping turtle like in the water oh, no, nowadays that's what i love it's like almost like we attracted them yeah like we like are like as fake as can be godzilla i don't know brawl in the swamp created a ecosystem of turtles yeah there's so many turtles there nowadays i don't know 20. i don't know if those turtles were there back then or if it was just the leeches they have been we would have noticed at least one one would have been pissed off yeah we were stomping around yeah so we filmed the scene and at one scene joey has to like <laughs> lay dead in the water leech infested water by the way bad 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 deci- bad decision on me it was me that wrote it in there too i knew it was gonna be bad yeah so we finally <laughs> finished the scene like it took a few takes. We got it all done, and we were so we were so happy. Yeah, so and confident too. So we come out. We uh we have a towel ready for us from um some of the people helping. Yeah. Shout out Chase Morris and uh, Harris. They were there that yeah day they were too. there too. Um, which they hadn't. They didn't even help. Like they weren't in the filming of this this day that we thought we got all the footage we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did come with the towels, and I thought that was like the clutchest thing ever. Exactly. So. We open up the camera to look at the footage and all the joy of being done with the scene quickly goes away when we find out we did not cut on the mic. The mic was cut off oh my God. and we didn't get any audio. We even, you say that in the video. <laughs> it's a, it, yeah, that's a there's blooper. There's a blooper, yeah. Uh, you can't see the pain, but there's like, like physical and emotional pain in that blooper because it's like, Oh my God, everything we filmed is useless. Like, we were so sad. Like, all we did was film pictures, moving pictures. Basically, <laughs> yeah, we just got a bunch of video, no audio. Full day's work worth of work, mind you. Like, gross work that everybody that filmed with us was already like, mm-hmm. I'm glad we finished that. I'm glad we helped you with that thing. But man, I'm super glad we never have to do that again. Like, that was the vibe yeah. of the whole day. It was like, come on, guys, we just have to do this and we'll be done. And it's just like, we're never going to be able to refilm that. You know, that's that's the realization. Yeah, and no one was getting back in that lake. (laughs) Even after we figured out, we were like, that's not happening. And this is why I like this story so much, because basically we had to throw out the original script. Yeah. We weren't going to let all this hard work go to waste. So we it ended up becoming an entirely different video than originally planned. I feel like our creativity really like went to work and we found a very creative way to use this audio this oh, video not audio I this video it. with no audio yeah and basically we do like a memoriam kind of video of us reminiscing on croc hunter joey 
And that was never part of the plan. Yeah, no, yeah, that was never no, part of the plan. Not even not even a single inch it was. I, I love it. The the story went from being just his last episode of Croc Hunter yeah. to the documentary exactly. after he's died after Croc Hunter. That's what I love is like we changed the universe of the context of the universe. I, that, that video is placed in. That's why it will always be like <laughs> one of my favorite memories here at Piedmont. Oh, so Like beautiful. just like the highs of like filming in a, a leech infested lake thing, which is scary, but it was fun. We were mm-hmm. high on adrenaline yeah. and we were just like feeling it. And then the lows of figuring out we didn't get any audio, but then like really like working together, me and you and even um everyone evolved. Of just finding a way to like save this video without getting back in that damn lake. It was it was so it it was also so rewarding too. Even just like the initial idea of like, well, we could do this and like save it maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The commitment to that. We never had that kind of commitment on that YouTube channel, I felt, but with that video, like we really went like a, a out of our comfort zone and like exactly. made something special. So right. definitely always gonna be my favorite story here at Beadmont. Yeah. We'll get into what things we added to it when we come back. Um, we're going to listen to the Beatles here. Here's with a little help from my friends. Ooh. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing.
Happy thoughts. We're still talking with Garrett Stafford. Let's get back into the action. So we were talking about how we had we had just saved our video from going from no audio to a actually new story that could actually work. Yeah, we definitely had to find a way to make this story, this video work, and it definitely involved getting more people involved. So we <laughs> did have Chase and Harris, like, kind of just as like not really part of the video, but just helping us out with yeah. this and that. But then once we figured out we needed to make a whole new video, basically, uh, they needed an acting role. And they both killed their acting role. I'm not even kidding. People thought they were like, like people were, people actually asked me if Chase was like a real actor. Like he did something with acting. And I was like, this dude's a history major. Yeah. And like he just, he pulled that out. Like we gave him like a little direction. And with Harris too. Harris created like this whole fictional world. Like, Around his guy, Cletus. Yeah, so Chase was like a friend of yours, yeah, basically. Yeah, he's my best friend from, yeah, or my best character's friend. best friend from like back home. Mm-hmm. And then Harris, which probably played my, like <laughs> my. the best character, was he, he played this guy named Cletus. <laughs> Who's like a fan of the show. Um, Super fan. And basically, this is like a documentary series. We did like a bunch of interviews. And basically, Cletus didn't know that croc hunter joey died still so, so hard such a he like actually kind of kills the heartbreaking like yeah because like, uh, like he finds out obviously in the in his interview yeah it's the like, interviewer basically told him that uh croc hunter joey died and just the emotion <laughs> why would you have to spoil next season <laughs> yeah <laughs> this strong like southern accent and then i played like your co-host who was going to yeah. take over the show uh now that he died and that was a fun part to play. I was just like really sad. That. Like you like were my mentor basically. Yeah. You taught me everything I needed to know. You're there were a lot of like there like I think Chase's should have been the mo- maybe the most emotional because he was like my friend from home. But his ended up being like the the funniest and most outlandish. Yeah. And yours yours should have been emotional too. But I loved yours was like really beautiful and sweet. Mm-hmm. I think each person had a completely different story with my character. Yeah. Which I think boosted it so much. You know, like I, I think yours was like, like from heartfelt, like a little funny here and there. Everybody was my character is like supposedly behind the camera, behind the scenes, like a drug addict and mm-hmm. like not a good guy. But like, like that was what made it funny. It was just like all these people like knew how bad of a guy he was. Yeah, and, and they were just like, like slowly showing some insight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like in the same time, like you could tell from all of the enemies, like. You know, these these people still loved this guy in a way, like in their own way. Like in the funniest way possible, it was an emotional video. Yeah. And like 
It was so good. We like had a clip of you at the end in black and white of like, oh just yeah, you saying like some classic Croc Hunter Joey lines. And yeah, like so yeah, funny. Croc will never take me down. What I think that's a cool that that would be a beautiful line. To it was get. a great way to end it. Yeah, like if that was an actual line he had said and he had actually died via Croc, like what a cool line at the end of his memoriam uh, yeah. documentary, you know. Yeah, just the creativity like we pulled out of nowhere. And yeah. really, the original video, if we got the audio, would not have been good. As Would not have been as good as oh, this one. Oh, no. And, that, and that's another thing, too. Like, it, Yeah, yeah. What, making something like that made me realize like we can do better stuff, and we should be. And I'm sad that we, ha- we, we didn't do cool stuff. I think we have videos that are just as, just as good, like, actual quality wise like in our hearts that'll probably be our favorite one we've ever made you know, mm-hmm. youtube video it'll always be my favorite yeah. youtube video but i still think we have we ever skits made. that get up to that level i think channel four was pretty good the mm. acting wasn't nearly as good because it, you can't you can't beat just like making up your own character you know like i can you know we can write a script for like us and it'd be like pretty good like that doesn't beat like improvising something that like has no boundaries no, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Like Cletus had, he was he was just holding three fingers down and made a story about <laughs> how a croc bit his three, three fingers off and that's how much the show meant to him. Like just stuff like that, you know? Like really, our friends <laughs> went out of their way for our YouTube video. The video ended up getting like 300 views. I was super happy with it. Like whenever anyone asks, like, did you ever have a YouTube channel or anything like that? If that ever comes up in conversation, that's always the first video I show them. I think yeah. it's a very like just funny, stupid video. Yeah. But like all the hard work that went behind that video, like it makes me sad we don't make videos anymore, but like we are just swamped at the moment. Like yeah. We could never create something like that. Like, yeah. There, I mean, I think that second day, which was an unplanned second day because all we expected to be doing was editing. Mm-hmm. And that second day, I think we were in here for five hours because we waited for Chase and Harris to get here like we... We, and then we stayed and edited after, like, I mean, we really stayed in here forever, you know, just trying to get that done. And, like, I've never even, I, I've probably done that for a class maybe twice. Yeah. But, like, for that video, it just felt like it was, like, something worth getting. Like, I feel like after we hit that, like, there was definitely a moment where we were, like, maybe this isn't worth finishing. Mm-hmm. But I think once we hit that realization point, like, we were finishing that that day. And that's just something that we were going to do. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. That's. Definitely my one of my best memories here at Piedmont. Just yeah. like and so happy to like, just have oh, something to show from yeah. it, which really is probably what, what I like the so most we, about it. Yeah, and good friends in there too. Like I love mm-hmm. all the people we made that with. Yeah, I um, can definitely see myself years from now, 10, 15 years from now, watching that video, just reminiscing of my yeah. time here at Piedmont because that was definitely captivated our sophomore year. Yeah. Was, that's pretty much the biggest thing I take away from remembering sophomore year. Like every year. I remember different things about here at Piedmont. Like freshman year, we just had becoming a college student and all so much happened freshman year. But then so, uh, sophomore year, YouTube. That's what I take away. And then junior year, we had moving into the best dorm on campus, which is Ipswich and all the memories that came from that. And now senior year is capstone. So that is what I'm going to take away from sophomore year for yeah. the rest of my life. And it's and it's that was a bad year for me, you know, like a lot of down moments for sophomore year. I mean, it wasn't your best year either. You know? Yeah, like we I think YouTube is one of the really highlights we had. Especially oh, 100 like, percent. I don't I don't know if sophomore blues are a thing, but <laughs> truly like this is supposed to be a happy show. And 
we weren't the happiest at that point, just with a lot of things personally, but we still were able to make something that despite how we felt that year, like we look back at it and we were happy. And it gets me so, I love, I love talking about this. This is a great story. Yeah. I think it's got a great arc too. Like, like such a low man. Like, like imagine going out making a video, getting people to barely kind of commit to your thing. And then like it completely failing and you know that you're not going to get that time back. So, but having that real, like having that great comeback, like we made something out of that. Mm -hmm. We made something that we love too. Like went from worst to best and uh, like, I don't know, such a, a moment I'll have forever. Definitely. And it's up there for, you know, like, yeah, I'll be able to look at that. That's something I actually would, I would be proud showing an employer. That's what I love too, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's not our best work. I know. And we definitely weren't and still aren't like no master videographers or anything. I wouldn't show any, sorry, I wouldn't show any employer. No, I think it really shows at the end of the day our creativity and like our being able to fix something that messed up. I would show it like I would show I would show it with the story. Yes, the story definitely needs because you just watch it straight. You're, You're probably like, okay, that was an okay video by some like okay videographers. But, like, I feel like the story, like, just adds so much more to it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because anytime I show anybody that video, I have to tell them the story. Yeah. I'm hype about it, too. Yeah. You know? It's like, no big deal. I made I made a piece of trash into gold. But, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I wrote coal, and then I came out with diamonds, you know? Yeah. It, like, it, it was definitely our baby. Yeah. Awesome. Loved that. All right, that concludes story time. We're going to kick it back to some music, and we'll be right back to talk about what kind of impact that story's had on me and Garrett.
light, we're back with some happy thoughts. So we just heard the story time about me and Garrett, one of our most memorable moments from sophomore year, probably our most memorable group work experience ever. Definitely. Um, uh, and now we're going to talk kind of about, Scare. What do you what what, do you, what kind of impact do you think like like a kind of a triumph like that has has had on you so far? You know, these last two upperclassmen years at college. I mean, it just shows like even if something fails, like it's still savable. Like anything, like you can always fix it every time. Like nothing's in stone. Like you just need to. Sometimes you have to put some extra work in to fix it or. Like, but at the end of the day, you'll be able to fix it. Also, it shows uh, definitely need to plan better before you start anything yeah. big. Just like really Double make sure you, make sure check. you cover all your bases. Yeah. But still, like, I really just I can't get over the fact of just saving it and making it into something better. Yeah. And I just think that says says a lot about us. And I've definitely used it today. Like, I don't feel like what I make anymore. Like. No, it has to be like perfect. Yeah. Because I know I can fix it later. Yeah. No, and that's so true too. You know, like I don't go after per perfection when I make something ever, you know. And I think that stresses people out a lot, like especially in this major, like yeah. something really needing to be perfect. You think it needs to be perfect for like the rough draft. I yeah. think a lot of people in this major think that way in the mass comm major. But people forget like the context of stuff too. Exactly. I mean? Like like it's so situational. Like, yeah. You know, if you're working for Apple, of course, you're working for Google, of course, they're going to ask you for for more closer. They're going to ask you for something closer to perfection. Mm -hmm. But but you know what I mean? Like it's all situational. Like if I'm working at the biggest the biggest news place in somewhere like this this community like Habersham or something. There is not you know, like there's not some goal of perfection. It's like goal of telling the truth, like getting getting out the right messages. Like you're not trying to like leap bounds here you're trying to make sure what make sure your community is getting like their information you know yeah so that's what i'll take away from this experience it's yeah. just i mean i still think about it a lot but just like everything is fixable nothing is set in stone and yeah. if you really just like put effort towards it the final product will be you'll surprise yourself yeah and you can and definitely it, surprise yourself and it showed me too, like never be afraid to switch gears you mm -hmm. know like never be so set on a idea that you're too afraid to like jump on a jump on a new idea you know like if even if even if you don't know if it'll be better or not you know like don't be afraid of that change don't be afraid of um going outside the box you know like i feel like that's so key especially in these more creative more free-flowing majors i mean our major is so broad you know mm -hmm. we we cover so many topics Definitely. we cover so many job fields you know like do not be afraid to be unique or be like different in some way you know like don't be afraid to change from the from the path because it's always gonna it, it's gonna pay off in some way you know like you're gonna find something new about yourself that you love doing you're gonna find some new thing that works you know I couldn't agree more man all right well we're gonna kick it to we're gonna finish it off here with our music i've had so much fun having you on here garrett we like to play the guest favorite song when we exit the show and then we go into our little outro but we're going to play Garrett's favorite song now by Billy Joel. It is Vienna. Hell yeah.
Slow down, you crazy child. You're so ambitious for a juvenile. But then, if you're so smart, tell me why are you still so afraid?、Mm. Where's the fire? What's the hurry about? You better cool it off before you burn it out. You got so much to do and only so many hours in a day. That you can get what you want, or you can just get old. You're gonna kick off before you even get halfway through. Ooh, and will you realize Vienna waits for you? Slow down, you're doing fine. You can't be everything you wanna be before your time. Although it's so romantic on the borderline tonight, tonight. Too bad, but it's the life you lead. You're so ahead of yourself that you forgot what you need. Though you can see when you're wrong, you know you can't always see when you're right. You're right. You got your passion. You got your pride. Satisfied. Dream on, but don't imagine they'll all come true. Ooh, when will you realize Vienna waits for you? Take the phone off the hook and disappear for a while. It's alright, you can't afford to lose a day or two. Ooh, when will you realize Vienna waits for you? And you know that when the truth is told, that you can get what you want or you can just get old. You're gonna. Vienna waits for you. When will you realize? Vienna waits for you. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a great time and had some happy thoughts. Until next time, I'm your host Joey Brovant. Stay safe and think happy thoughts. Happens for a reason. Yes, everything happens.